right, so I got this really cool idea. I got this batch of superheroes, right? They're like the X-Men, but nobody's got the license to them yet. So we're going to make a TV show about all these super-powered people. But wait, we're going to take away most of their powers for the budget. And even though they live on the moon, we're going to film in Hawaii. Sounds like an excellent idea for a WB show. <laughs> this wasn't WB. What was it? This was ABC. <gasps> oh. Well, I have more opinions than I did a minute ago. Then. <laughs> and by the end of the eighth episode, this was ABC. You later. <laughs> oh dear lord. Okay. You were way harsher to this show than I was. I didn't think it was as, it wasn't great, but it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. So I was pleasantly surprised the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about expectation management, right? Exactly. All right. Well, uh, this is a show that happened. I'm Jay. I'm Stacy. And this is Marvel Movie Night. All right, so this week for Marvel Movie Night, we watched the one and only season of Inhumans. Yep. Well, I thought for sure we were going to have a decent time watching this because it stars uh, Anson Mount, Ken Long, um, Ian Rowan, and Henry Ian Cusick, and a couple of other people. That are like, they're not like known names. Some of them not yet. But they're not the worst. No, but you know, especially Ken, you know his face. And, uh, Ewan. Ewan? Ian? Mm. Um, you know him from Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. He is extremely recognizable from Game of Thrones. One of the most villainous villains in that show. The second most hated creature on that show i'm going to guess yeah well i don't know yeah little prince ponce bullshit asshole was first and then and then him yeah for me yeah what was his name in the show uh bolton it was um he was a snow and then once he took over the north they, they gave him his name um i can't remember what his all right i'm looking his first name was actually uh, Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey. Um, okay, but the thing is, he did Game of Thrones and then he did Inhumans. I didn't realize Inhumans was 2017. not that long ago. It ran from 29 September to 10 November 2017. This was a Friday night show. What? Yeah. Oh, ABC slipping. I mean, it was a winter show, but it was a Friday night show. It kicked off with a two-hour season premiere, which they had actually... Winter shows are the better shows. No, 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 no. Fall shows are the better shows. What are you talking about? Everybody's at home in the wintertime. So they... Yeah. Uh, they actually kicked this off the two-hour se- season premiere. 
was also released as a movie in IMAX. Because, Are you motherfucking kidding me? Yeah. Uh, because this was supposed to be a movie, and then they changed gears and made it a TV show. No way. Yeah. No, that makes it so much worse. Yeah, and then they spread out to, to eight episodes. Oh, no. As I said, uh, created by Scott Buck, as I said, it ran Friday nights against such things as MacGyver, the reboot, mm-hmm. Hawaii Five-0, the, the reboot. reboot. The Exorcist, did you know that was a TV show? (sighs) Jane the Virgin. Mm. Hell's Kitchen. Mm. And a little show we didn't know about until much, much later, Tin Star. Oh. Yeah. So this show didn't do well then? No, no, no. I mean, aside from the fact that it sucked, it didn't do well. I feel like Hell's Kitchen and Jane the Virgin had the most views there. Yeah, certainly. But Tin Star... Is good. Uh, oh, dude. Really? Tim Roth? Yeah. I think that's his first name, Tim? Blonsky. Um, the Abomination. Yeah. Oh, he he is superb. He was also the main character in Lie to Me. Yeah. And I feel like he's just, that's just who he is in real life. That kind of gruff, like you want him to be the protector father, but you don't want him to be the cuddly playing on the floor with the kids kind of father. <laughs> Um, yeah, so at first I was like, oh, I'd definitely be watching this rather than MacGyver in Hawaii Five-O, but then I liked Jane the Virgin, even though, if I'm being honest, I never finished it. I've tried to watch the whole thing all the way through, and I just get bored. It's a cute little show. It is. That's why it doesn't hold my attention. It's yeah. just a cute little show. And it's not as compelling as, like, say, the cute little show, um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That's cute, but it also is... Hits you in the feels? Well, you, no, no, no. you got to see what crazy batshit stuff she does next. Yeah, but it also hits you in the feels. A little bit. Especially since I'm neurospicy. Yeah. Okay, well, um, we're not going to be recommending this show to anyone. No. Um, it was not terrible. If you like marvel things... Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't terrible. Okay, there were a couple of people whose names I'm not going to name that were not the best actors. I don't like the king because I don't like him in Star Trek that much. I thought he was one of the better characters. He didn't say anything. Yeah. (laughs) Ken Long. Luong? Long? I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I'm really sorry. Uh, Karnak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love him. I accidentally had a movie marathon of his movies the other day because he's in so much stuff that he just accidentally popped up. Matter of fact, that movie I watched the other day, uh, it was called The Inside Man. Yeah. I literally only saw him at the beginning of the movie because he was standing in line. And then he was talking about um, one of the bad guy's tits and how uh, good they were. And that's why he recognized her, even though she had a mask on. That's it. The whole movie. So I think this might be the most airtime I've seen him in. <laughs> and he was he was one of the better uh, characters, I think. Yeah, I did like Karnak. Before we go in, uh, a little origin uh, story time. Uh, the Inhumans themselves, as a group, 
got started as a supplementary story in um, both Fantastic Four and um, another comic. I can't remember which one. They, they ran as backup stories. Like the last five pages would be backup stories uh, to so that the main story could be a little shorter. They weren't like full-on anthology books, but uh, the Inhumans and the Fantastic Four very quickly got – uh, very convoluted in interlaced stories. Well, my problem is most of the powers in the TV show were borrowed from somebody else. I know you said they were around first, but but those powers have been done, so it wasn't really all that compelling. Sure. I mean, um, Karnak, not so much. I don't think there's another character that does nope. what he does, is there? Karnak's fairly unique. Um his power in the show is a little bit different than in the comics, but his uh, fairly unique. That's and of a course, good the way queen to had prehensile hair, which, by the way, dumbest fuck. It's just exactly as dumb as I knew it was going to be. Until they shaved her head. And yeah. then they shaved her head. Uh, like in the first fucking half of the first episode. That could have been a very compelling moment. Yeah. Although it felt kind of like a rape. Yeah. It it was a maybe a little triggering. Yeah, and like they they refrigerated her power before you even got to know like yeah. how it worked and how committed she was to it. They just took it away from her because it was going to be expensive. I'm just wondering if her carpet matches her drapes. I don't think that's ever been explored. Um Plus, the, one of the first things I thought of, because I'm like, how distressing would it be? <laughs> <laughs> so, like I was saying, their story gets interwoven with the Fantastic Four quite early on. Um, Johnny Storm actually falls in love with Crystal for a very long time. They're uh, in, instant uh, sweethearts. When Sue gets pregnant, Crystal actually comes on to fill in for Sue as one of the Fantastic Four while she's on maternity leave. <laughs> and then it turns out that... It is really wild that they bothered to... Is, at it's all. a very enlightened time. Uh, and then... What year? Um, She got pregnant in the late 60s. An enlightened time. Right. <laughs> More like they weren't allowed to show her being pregnant. Um, and then it turns out that Crystal's getting sick because the air that we're breathing is way more polluted than the air that they breathe in, in human land. So she has to go home and then oh Johnny God, that's, pines. That's shocking. Yeah. Johnny pines for her for years. Medusa. Why didn't he just go to the moon? They weren't living on the moon at the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> as per usual. These are very complicated and yes. convoluted stories. Medusa actually predates the rest of the Inhumans. I'm annoyed that her name was Medusa. Like, they didn't know what her power was going to be when she got her power, but they named her Medusa. Come on. She starts out as part of a group called the Frightful Four, which is a bad guy group that got put together by a man named the Wizard, later to be called the Wingless Wizard. Jesus Christ. Because he wanted a counterforce to the Fantastic Four. 
Sure. And she got brought on because obviously the Fantastic Four have a girl, so we have to have a girl too. Okay, but the, her only power is hair? For her prehensile hair, yes. But that is not... How is that helpful? She uses it like an, another set of arms. Yeah, but like call her Shiva and give her super strength. And and have give her more arms instead of hair. The hair is stupid. They wanted her to have a unique power. And she, I mean, she works it. The other two members... Prehensile hair is stupid. So the wingless wizard... Uh, so just a person. Yeah. He he has anti-grab discs that allow him to fly or he can throw them at you and make you fly. the more you tell me, the worse it gets, right? On this group was also Sandman. Oh, it, nope. I'm wrong. It's getting worse. And a gentleman called Paste Pot Pete, who oh. later expanded his sticky... Uh, Oh, no. <laughs> to become the trapster Is because he used more than power paint. things stick to him? No, he didn't have a power. He had a paste gun. Uh, what? He invented a really strong adhesive. So super glue? <laughs> but like paste and not glue. So like the glue we used in kindergarten? Yes, but really strong. <sighs> And these were the four that were going to take down the Fantastic Four. I don't think so. They didn't. They didn't do very well, though. No. You know. Oh, but they came back. Johnny, times. Johnny, like flame on. Isn't he the one that flames? Yes. So, do you know what happens to paste when you bake it? Just be like flame on. Well, and then it all cracks, and then you're safe. This is where Paste Pot Pete learned his the, the errors of his ways. And then created a glue that was also asbestos. And the next time they faced off, he put out Johnny's stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there was a lot of asbestos going around in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so that's the origins of the Inhumans and specifically Medusa. Um, Crystal goes on to actually, well, we'll talk about that when we talk about Crystal because I'll save some fun facts for later. Okay. Yeah. So the main plot of this season is that uh, the the royal family, the Inhumans that we haven't met before, are living on the moon in a... um, Magic, mechanically generated atmosphere. I have uh, no words. And the Loki of the piece, the mm-hmm. uh, shitty little brother, has grown up coveting the throne. And he finally finds a way to overthrow the king and take the throne. So the royal family uh, absconds to Hawaii where they are hunted down until they eventually come home and take the throne back. Not how I would have handled any of that. I wouldn't have run away. I would have fucked that little motherfucker up. Yeah. Well, part of... Oh, because because unlike Black Bolt or whatever his name was, I would have just said, hey, little brother. (laughs) I mean, part of the problem is that uh, Crystal... uh, 
has control of the teleporting dog, and she made decisions without talking to anybody. Well, because, you know, when there's an emergency, you don't have time to, like, plan and plot. But Big Brother the King could have just poofed air at his brother right then. Yeah. He could have single-handedly taken care of the entire situation in less than five minutes. Yeah, I mean... This I, could have been a movie if they had um, written it well. I realize good guys aren't supposed to kill, right? And he's feeling bad that he killed his parents. Okay, but he is responsible for an entire 10,000 population city. Yeah. Uh, and he has an obligation to do what needs to get done to protect them. Um, fuck his brother. And if you're cool with slavery, killing your brother probably isn't that big of a deal. I wouldn't think so. Uh, and really, what pissed me off the most is they expected us to be rooting for these assholes to get their throne back when they're literally classist. I don't know if they were slaves or if they were getting paid, but they didn't seem like they wanted to be no, yeah. mine workers. Um, yeah, so no. it, it's it's like it's a caste system. Yeah, fair. It wasn't true slavery. But but, but it could be argued that that it's as close as you can get. Yeah. Without full on. Um, and these guys are these guys are assholes. And it's a caste system based on the powers that develop. So based on your genetics. Yeah. That you have no control kind of, over. Sort of. Not really racism, but geneticism. Yeah, this is, and these are the good guys. Yeah, allegedly. The ones I'm supposed to be rooting for. Yeah, big problem for me. Yeah. Big problem. Um, Because the people that are, okay, the, the little brother did not have good reasons. He said he wanted to free the people, and then that was a lie. What he wanted was for a chance to become an inhuman uh, and then figured out, oh, wait, it's fun to be in power and then make people do your shit. Yeah. As soon as he had power, he started making all the same decisions that Black Bolt was making. Yeah. We got to we got to reenact the caste system because like the civilization falls apart if nobody's the janitor. Well, which is true. However, you don't generally force the janitor to be the janitor. Yeah. Um, and he kept telling them if they did his bidding, they would earn their freedom, which somehow is worse. Yeah. It, but you know, when your power give is them hope and then crush them when your when your power is that you can change your eye color at will, like you're not doing a lot for society unless you know, you're down in the mines and what the hell were they mining? Like, there were a lot of people in the mines on the moon. What were they mining? I don't know. They didn't say. And as far as I know, the moon is just rock. We know there's no water on the moon. Um, well, they made it. They made a point to say that there was underwater, underground water. There. Yeah, they lied. I mean, because it you can't. It's not a viable situation yeah. they've got going on here in real life. They had to make up some shit. Because well, I, if there was water on the moon, the moon would be alive. It would be a, a if 
a mini planet. If there wasn't at least some body of water on the moon, how fucked up would it be to have been have your mutant power be Triton? That's why dude was making fun of Triton. Didn't you hear him? Yeah. Like, you're so dumb, you're loyal to the guy that's kept you away from the ocean. <laughs> that's why when they all went looking for him, thinking he was dead, he didn't come back. He was just out playing with uh, Namor. Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. No, there's all kinds of problematic, fucked up shit that these guys are doing. I mean, royalty is bad. That goes without saying, right? Colonization, enslavement, yeah. indentured servitude. They have all the money and all the power and the nice house and all the good food. Yeah. I mean, on a, on, on the moon where you know resources are scarce. The, it just, it literally makes no fucking sense what they're doing. I mean, the only, they couldn't people, have found a fucking island. The only people that are pro eugenics in a caste system are the people in the top of the caste system. Yeah. Determining well, which. Yeah. 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 And ironically, it's always the minority being in charge of a majority. And and you got to wonder why it takes so long for the majority to fight back. Because they're... But we should be fighting for the quote-unquote bad guys in this show. Because the bad guys are fighting for freedom of choice at the very least. Well, theoretically, yeah. Freedom of choice, respect. Yeah. Just the guy that, you know wants to be king is not he's not going to be any better alright yeah I just I'm not digging a show where you can't there's nobody to like yeah especially with all of the bad acting and not great cinematography there's only like one or two people that needed some help with the acting alright so let's run through a few characters oh boy what what did you think about Triton uh, I didn't think anything about him. He was in the show for two seconds. Well, he started off the show, like him running through the woods, finding humans, and and doing whatever. We don't, they not doing anything with him. Yeah, we never did figure out what that situation was. No, and it turned out that like Black Bolt knew he was going to get attacked, and this was all part of the plan to draw out. Yeah, which is bullshit. That was Ugh. poorly written. Yeah. Um. Um, okay, he's like a he's like a ninja with his kung fu fighting, uh, but his power is being able to breathe underwater, and he's green. Yeah. Um. And also another problem that we kind of chuckled over, but I don't understand if these people are actually family or not because. Um. This is the most probably the most diverse cast. We've seen in a Marvel show or movie, uh, but it makes me wonder if these people are, are they actually cousins or are they cousins in superpower? No. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, they're all related. Well, that's what you say. What was the show trying to say? I'm going to guess that in the comic book, Triton wasn't Japanese or Korean. Not Triton. Uh, Karnak. Jay? Yeah. The guy that played uh, Triton is Asian. Okay. Did you not look at him? There's... 
from the 60s. Yeah, this is the most white. This is a very whitewashed comic book. But I mean, I'm absolutely all for diversity, but it was confusing because they were calling each other cousin. Because you've got Ken, um, and then you've got oh shit. Oh, there's a. I better look at their faces. I'm, I'm looking. Well, they don't even have Triton. Ugh. Well, that didn't. That wasn't much better. <laughs> okay, my phone's being a, a bit of a dick. Well, and how how young Crystal looks in that. She Although, looks as young as um, on the show. Although when her and Johnny Storm date, he's still like a recent high school graduate. So, uh, Triton is played by Mike Moe, and he's from Minnesota. Okay. Um. Oh, see, but this is why uh, he was on this show. He's a sixth, sixth degree black belt in Songham Taekwondo. Okay. So, oh, and he is trained in Wushu, Kali, Wing Chun, Hapkido, and Jeet Kune Do. I've never heard of most of those. And excuse my pronunciation because I definitely do not know how to pronounce any of those correctly. Um, I tell you what, he looks a lot better, um, not green. That green color is not a color that a human should be. No. He looked yucky. I I did think that his fighting style was the most believable of the batch. Clearly, because he's actually a trained, um, fighter. Uh, he was very much like the king's assassin. Yeah. Um, which is weird because it's not like he's hiding in the shadows. Hold on. But the only two people that were any good at fighting were the Asian guys. Yeah, kind of. I, I mean, just Karnat, realized. Karnat, uh, or not Karnat, Gorgon was a fighter. Okay, but, but Gorgon, he was a brawler. Yeah, he's, that dude was a, um, he was like a dwarf. Just smash. Yeah. Which yeah, is the he, guy I want on my team. He was definitely more Gimli than Legless. Yeah, but like, that's... That feels weird. I don't know. I was nitpicking so many other things. I just... <laughs> that I wasn't paying attention. And I just realized. The white guy king who doesn't even talk. Who, by the way, only has one interpreter and... His whole entire family didn't even bother to learn how to communicate with him. <laughs> they talk to him, but he can't talk to them. I love how the internet pointed out to me that their only intercommunication device is entirely voice-based. Yeah. With all of the technology that they have in, at their grasp. They couldn't have like a video call. They couldn't have video chats. Not only that, but his wife is talking to him and she doesn't know that she's actually talking to him until he puts his wrist up to his heart and she hears his heartbeat. But I have to tell you, heartbeats aren't individual unless there's something wrong with them. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and Daredevil can tell who walked in a room by their heartbeat. 
Yeah, well, he's a big, fat fucking liar. He says he can tell who it is by hearing their heartbeat because he doesn't want to admit that he can see. No, no, this is comic canon. I don't care. That's stupid. (laughs) You know, I can tell who's walking into a room behind me by the way they feel, by the way they walk, but not by the way their heartbeat sounds. Okay, so you brought up Gorgon. How did you feel about him as a character? Well... I wish he'd been more intelligent. He was basically just a uh, battering ram. He was a bit of a brute, wasn't he? Well, and they made a point to say he was dumb. Yeah. That without um, Karnak, he was just blundering around, smashing through walls. Well, and he was leaving the compound to steal... Uh, stuff that humans had put on the moon or smash it, mm-hmm. drawing attention to himself. Um, yeah, he was... Bumbling. Bumbling. And then when he got down to Earth, like, he wasn't doing a whole lot better. Mm, not really. He tried. Yeah. His character did develop. He got smarter. Okay. He did get, um, well, he learned to pause and think about what he was doing first. That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't about being smarter. It was about learning to pause and think. Because it, he had it in him. And he just, you know, some people just like to bust down doors and smash heads first. Sure. Ask questions later. Which has its place. Um, but it also seemed like, I don't know, Big Brother, Karnak, was was Big Brothering him a lot. Yeah, and we should talk him next. Okay. Um, he was the the thinker of the group, the the tactician. But only because of his power, though. His power, which uh, in the comics is to find a weakness in things. Um, and exploit it. Yeah. Which they modified a little bit to him, like being able to kind of see the results of any choice, like a, yeah, a future site, which is, which the way they did it, it seemed like he was able to stop time, walk out of himself and look around and see what was going yeah. on. But, but that's only because there was no other way to really demonstrate that power. I think the way they demonstrated that power is possibly the best thing this show did. Okay. But they had him fall off a cliff and take away his power for most of the season. Well, but him, yeah. Well, I mean, they they did it to the queen, too. But because he lost his power, he had to... His character had to develop. If he had, if he hadn't lost his power, his character would not have developed at all. Sure, and I hear you, but a his power would have been really it would have made the show last like fifteen minutes yeah. because he would have immediately figured out how to solve all of this between him, Gorgon, and the King. This was a hour and a half long movie. But b how did he have the accident to fall off the cliff if he can see 
what's going to happen. Because accidents happen and you have to focus to know what's going to happen. Like he, he should, doesn't, he doesn't constantly get, uh, oh, you're going to fall down. He vibes. should. Because every handhold he makes, he should see the outcome of that decision. Do you know how exhausting that would be? Oh, it'd be horribly exhausting. It'd be a, it, this is not a gift. You have to and learn to turn it off. That's the thing that this show did not do. With these Inhumans, all of their their powers, all of their gifts mm-hmm. are also curses. And we, we see them suffer their abilities. They get something powerful, but they lose something. Black Bolt has the most powerful vo- uh, power of all the Inhumans, but he can't carry on a conversation with the person he loves. Well, he can't because nobody ever bothered to trust him enough to help him learn how to use it. Sure. Which makes him even more dangerous. Karnak has the ability to see the flaw in everything, but that also causes him to see the flaw in every relationship he has. Yeah. Right? These are, well, these are maybe burdens. Maybe he doesn't want to waste his time. These are burdens as well as gifts, and this show does not show you that. Well, yeah, it, and, it, but it did. If you were paying attention, uh, dude, uh, Karnak and, and Gorgon were talking about it. And Gorgon said he felt sorry for Karnak because he didn't ever have a relationship. Right. He didn't even get laid. He said, you keep getting in your own way. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think that Karnak thought it was bad until he went to Earth and saw that hot girl and wanted to be with her. I don't. I think that's when he realized that, that the way he'd been living before was a little bit of a burden. If you look at the Earth Inhumans that we know from Shield, yeah, like when Daisy uses her powers, she practically shatters her her arms. Yeah, like she hurts herself to use them. the The Fireball Kid was was hurting himself when he used his powers. How? Uh, I can't remember, but he was hurting himself. That Australian dude lived in isolation because uh, his powers, uh, all Daisy's dad was like Jekyll and hiding and couldn't handle himself. Well, that was trauma from losing his wife um, and stuff. May's husband lost his mind because of his powers. We see that much more. I don't think he lost his mind. Oh, he lost his mind because of his powers. Uh, well, I'm not fully agreeing with you on all this. Okay, I mean, if it were up to me, if I had that power and I could see the flaw in, in every future relationship and every decision, then I would be saving myself a lot of bullshit. Who wants to who wants to deal with that? Because if you if you see somebody and you go, Oh, they're cute, and then you see they eat with their mouth open and don't have enough respect for you to like try to change that, then why would you bother to getting laid is not that damned important. <laughs> Being able to sit across a table from somebody and eat dinner without wanting to murder them is. So I don't see that as a drawback. A lot of people who don't get married as young as we did have to go through a shit ton of frogs to get to their prince. You know, if you could just skip all that, I think most women would just skip all that. That is a superpower. And he could turn it off if he wanted to. I don't think he, he can. I But I think he can, though. I do. I think I think that I think that with all powers, if you have the learn how to use my powers montage, that stuff can be controlled. <laughs> well, it's always a montage. Nobody has time to watch somebody like develop. But 
you know, things can you, it's like learning how to walk. You don't get up and just start running as soon as you learn how to stand up on your feet. You have to practice. You have to learn how to control your power. Okay. Which is why locking the king in a soundproof cement ball was the dumbest fucking thing they could have done. Yeah. I mean, I know he killed his parents, but maybe if his parents had immediately taken him out to, you know, a moon field and said, hoot and holler all you want, figure it out in the opposite direction of all the people. Maybe he could have been like our dog who learned that how to bark <laughs> at the right volume when we put the bark collar on. No shit. If Harley can figure out how to whisper bark. <laughs> it, it What did it take her, like a week to figure out what volume? Oh, it volume? was less than that. It was less than that. <laughs> because we had to listen to her whisper bark the whole time we were camping. <laughs> Crazy dog. <laughs> I didn't like that collar anyway. No, me neither, but I think stopping a dog from barking is ridiculous. That's at like at least it was a for. vibration one and not a shock one, because I, I, I wouldn't have survived the shock one. Well, the shocking one probably would have worked immediately, and it wouldn't have been a thing after that. <laughs> I put one of those up against my throat and talked, and it literally shocked the fuck out of me. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Um, so we had two humans that played a major part in this show. Uh, one of which, her name is Louise. Mm-hmm. And she was part of some rich guy's expedition to colonize the moon. Well, which, they wanted a hotel. A base and then a hotel. Yeah. Um which that whole plot line was kind of vague and what her role in it was was really vague. But apparently her dad had been on the moon and like it was her goal to go back there or something. I, I don't know. Uh, I did not like this character at all. Nope. Like every time she was on screen, I wanted to go do something else. She had a not good personality. Yeah. I just like, what did she contribute to this show? I, I mean, other than like the car. Oh, she was the wheels. They wouldn't have known how to drive. Okay. They shouldn't know what a car is. They don't know that a car needs gas. They yeah. shouldn't know anything about Earth at all whatsoever. Their Earth knowledge was kind of convenient or inconvenient as the, the plot moment. needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem here. The reason this didn't end up being a movie is because the writers, I'm sorry, guys, but they just weren't it. This was... uh, The script was probably college movie art class level. And can we talk about the embarrassing hideousness of the king's nonsensical sign language. <laughs> we will only get to him. <laughs> oh, good. Let's wait on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, like she does favors for Medusa and kind of makes Medusa think about the fact that she's 
a bad a queen person of privilege but wasted the other human who does have a important impact on the show is Dr. Declan and I'm not sure if you covered that actor but he is somebody that is known oh well I mean I said his name okay um Dr. Declan apparently has been in league with Maximus. Yeah, without him knowing who the guy is. Yeah. Maximus has been funding some research. How? Apparently, they have a lot of money on the move. The, are they mining gold? That's what they're doing. They're mining precious resources and then selling them on Earth. <laughs> What sense does that make? I don't know. I really don't know. This is all conjecture and makes no fucking sense. No. It's absolutely bullcrap. This could not possibly happen in real life. It doesn't even make good comic book sense, quite frankly. But anyway. That's really saying something, too. So Dr. Declan has been collecting inhumans from Earth. So that he can study their powers and collect their DNA samples because he's trying to figure out what makes them turn. But he can't take DNA samples from dead people because being dead changes their DNA. So he takes their blood to get DNA. Which stays alive forever. Uh-huh. But... I don't know that blood is like the best way to get DNA. Usually they do like a cheek swab or like a tissue sample. <laughs> um, but also as soon as you take it out away from the body, it's not alive. I mean, it takes a minute for the it to starve of oxygen. Babe. Yeah. No. No. As soon as you take a piece of a person. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the reason they take the DNA from the inside of your cheek is that that all those cells slough off all the time. They're dead when they're in your cheek. That's all skin cells that are shedding. That's gross. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but, but that's why they use a cheek swab because it's easier to gather. Um, so that whole, you can't kill him because I need him alive for the DNA sample is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yay, don't kill him, but it was a stupid reason. Yeah. And this guy, like, I don't know that he's paying attention to the world that he's in because there are so many other supers in this world right now. I don't think that this is the same universe. It is supposed to be. But they don't have any direct connection to the rest of the universe. They don't mention S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't show up. S.H.I.E.L.D. definitely should have showed up. We'll we'll beat that up during the connections portion of the episode. I, I'm going to blast the fuck out okay, of you. Well, I don't have anything to say during this section then. They were talking about the characters. You liked this. Way more than I did. So there's got to be some of these characters that you're actually going to talk about. No, no, not really. (laughs) 
I mean, oh dear God, the queen, her personality sucks. Don't like her. I'm pretty sure she didn't do any developing. She got yelled at for being a piece of crap, uh, privileged bitch. But she didn't seem like she changed that that much. Not um, really. And she was very. Okay, so this is an interesting story plot, right? Her parents rose up against Black Bolt's parents mm-hmm. because they did not like the caste system. And then they were exiled. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. My presumption is they were sent to Earth. Yeah, but then why wouldn't she go to Earth to be with her parents? Because her parents were traitors. And the only batch of inhumans on Earth that were really, like, working as a group were uh, Sky's mom's crew uh, hiding out in the mountain. Yeah, but you don't need to – why would you need a group? You don't need a group. This is fair. I mean, we don't know what their powers were. They probably could have passed. You just live your life. Yeah. But so she then grows up to marry the king uh, after he kills his parents. Accidentally. Uh, And then she like, she got really full of herself really quickly. I'm wondering, were her parents royal? Uh, They couldn't have been. I wouldn't think so, unless they were all related. I mean, they're all cousins. Apparently, everybody up there is cousins. Yeah. I I don't see. They didn't write this well enough for me to be able to draw conclusions about things. It's all up in the air. I mean, usually, if you're a king, you don't just marry a commoner. Yeah. But maybe her wiggly hair makes her not a commoner. I I don't understand. This caste system wouldn't really make a lot of sense. Because, like... Well, the genetic council sits down and looks at your power and determines how powerful your power is. Well, which means that probably um, somebody's parents are in the mines while they're... I don't know, royalty or whatever. Yeah. Um, wouldn't you think that that would make them have more compassion for the people in the mines? Or are we saying everybody on the moon is a dick? Yes. <laughs> all of the inhumans. <laughs> They're all dicks. All a bunch of dicks. And, in trouble. and then Medusa, whose only power is her hair. Not even super strength. Like Not even ooh. super strength. She's got prehensile hair, which they take away from her in the first fucking episode. And then she basically spends the entire eight episodes being a human. Yeah. Uh, you know what her superpower is without her hair? She's a raging bitch. <laughs> She's mean and entitled. And since she's the only person who can interpret for the king, that makes her special. So uh, 
I can answer a little bit of your question about uh, whether or not she's royal. She is Black Bolt's second cousin. Ew! Uh, in the comics, he can communicate telepathically to his family. So he doesn't use the sign language. He uses telepathy to share his thoughts with her. Okay, well, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah. That sign language was a travesty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no real main character, so we can talk about Black Bolt next. He's a very handsome guy. Yeah, like, okay. That's all I have to say about him. <laughs> That's nice. He had, like, five hand moves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were, like, putting one hand into the other. Well, he said vagina at one point. <laughs> like, I understand he is from the moon. He grew up on the moon. English isn't probably even his first language, right? So, well, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. American Sign Language isn't the default for him. No, he would have had to have made up his own sign language. Sure. But I would assume that if you're going to make up your own sign language, it would have to make sense. Like, Waving your hand up and down is water or ocean or river, depending, you know, wiggling it back and forth like this is a snake. And this means beat the crap out of somebody like. I I would have like let the actor take a couple of courses in ASL and then have him make up a language. Yeah. Or or even better. Hire a deaf man to play that part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because say he's a deaf man uh, who is has partial hearing, right, and can speak. So when he says that one line in the entire eight episodes, it will come out sounding like a person who doesn't talk much, right? Yeah. I, and I know that there are good male deaf actors because – I've watched several shows with deaf uh, main characters. Yeah. It's completely doable, especially for something like this. And just let them use ASL. Yeah. Just, it, it's so much more respectable and believable than him pounding his chest all the time. And that means like pounding his chest this way means watermelon and pounding his chest this exact same way means, you know, we ride at dawn. Yeah. And not only and, that, but he'd do, he'd do one movement, and that was a whole sentence. Yeah. And he'd put his hand on your chest. And what does that mean? Uh, rock. I am grouped. <laughs> I mean, it, it really was frustrating. Now, I'm not fluent in ASL, but I do um, – <laughs> when the kids were little, we were learning sign language – um, and I had Marley Matin, Matlin's app for a while and I follow actual deaf creators on TikTok, not the fakers. And I know enough sign language to know that he was full of crap and yeah. it was driving me crazy. It's so disrespectful. It was. I think it's a fair comparison. When you hear, uh, somebody like speak Valerian in Game of Thrones, or speak Elvish in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Those are whole languages that were created. Klingon, whole yeah. languages that were created and have rules and grammar. Yep. 
And you can tell when somebody Klingon of all things, which you barely hear in Star Trek. You can tell when somebody's speaking that language. Mm -hmm. Or you go to a shitty sci-fi movie of the week, and the aliens are going, Yeah. It's not a fucking language, and you know that they don't know what those words mean when they're saying them. Yeah. Because they're nonsense. And he was signing nonsense. Yeah. Well, and, and a big thing about communicating with sign language is body language and your facial expression. Yeah. And he was just dead. His his face didn't move. He didn't have like he wasn't communicating. He was just making movements. And it it really was frustrating. Because uh somebody who was actually speaking ASL, um, a lot of the the uh I don't know what you call them, the motions that they use, um, even if you don't know a lot of sign language, you can tell what they mean. Um, because like this sign, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious what that means, right? That's, I don't know. It, it's like making a diamond with your two hands because I, I, I like learning curse words in sign language and I learned twat waffle. Um, and, and at one point he said twat, <laughs> <laughs> but it was the only time he did it. Cause I think maybe somebody knew and told him, Hey, don't do that again. <laughs> I don't know. But it would be, it would almost be funny to have someone who speaks ASL to watch him and see if he does actually say anything accidentally. People are doing that on Twitter. Like non-deaf uh, people are trying to teach people on TikTok how to do ASL. Oh. It's bad because they're not correct. Oh. Um, at least the video's. Uh, most of the ones I've seen, they're like only partially correct or really horribly wrong. That's douchey. Well, you remember when that hurricane happened and that chick was like saying pancake over and over and over again? Yeah, because people just think, oh, it's a, it's a made up language. It doesn't mean anything. But there's nothing funnier than having a, a deaf person explain to you what that person actually said with their stupid hand movements. <laughs> and it's just embarrassing that people think they can do that. Because it's such a beautiful language. Every movement is important. The way you move, it's like the the way you enunciate a word. It's yeah. extremely important. And it's beautiful to watch and to disrespect it in such a way is, it's a travesty. Yeah, that was, it was not good. And I don't, no. I don't have anything against this actor himself. Well, I, I mean, I don't know him. He makes a perfectly fine Christopher Pike. I guess. No, but a, a deaf actor should have played that part. I think it would have been so much better. Um, and if you can let fake ASL slide, then you can let real ASL slide. If you can yeah. pretend that the moon has water, then you can pretend they had ASL. Yeah, I mean, why not? Like, the only people who know ASL will see it. And yeah be able to read the words and probably wouldn't even complain that they've got ASL on the moon because they're speaking English. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, they're speaking perfectly understandable English, even though they've been there for hundreds or thousands of years. Hundreds. Yeah. So they shouldn't be speaking our English either. No, it should be like the difference between 
American English and Australian English. Sure. And what part of the world did they flee to the moon from? <laughs> well, apparently America, all of them, hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, diverse and yet whitewashed at the same time. It's wild. So, another inhuman we should talk about is Orin. Which one was he? She. She. Was the chick that kept coming back to lie. Max's right hand. Um, The first time she came back to life, I was surprised. Sure. Well, you would be. Yeah. Uh, And so was everybody else. To include the people who presumably should have known what her power was. Maybe she didn't tell everybody what her power was. That's not an option. Sure it is. The genetic council knows what your power is. Mm -hmm. It's not like they jump out onto the balcony and holler, she comes back to life. Because here's the thing. The only way you know what your power is is if it manifests. Yeah. Nobody's going to stab her in the gut right out of the booth. So how would they have known what her power was? Yeah, they test for these things. Yes, uh, and geneticists know exactly what all those genes are as soon as they look at them. These geneticists do? Except for the fact that when these guys went up there, there was no such thing as a geneticist. With the, when the Inhumans went to the moon, there was no such thing. When they went to the moon, they didn't know what germs were. They had no idea what DNA was, no. No, DNA, genetics, germs, nothing. So you're telling me independently they've came up with this? Barely understood gravity. There's only 10,000 people in this city now, which means there were a lot less then. I think you're getting that number confused with Silo. Didn't they say? I don't think so. I don't think they, they said a specific number like that. We do have a specific well, number. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. but how many more people could they possibly have in this one little bubble on the moon? It can't be that many. Their city was at least the size of the silo, maybe smaller. And unlike silo, it didn't seem like they were controlling uh, who was allowed to have kids. No. So, okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's worse if there's more than 10,000. Uh, Where'd they get all that air from? They're magic machine creating it. They found water underground and magnets. separating the oxygen from the hydrogen. They have magnets. I'm going to lose my mind. This is not a show that holds up to being discussed at all. <laughs> that holds up to being watched. Well, here's the deal. I would watch this before I would watch a lot of those Marvel movies oh. again. Oh. Okay. Um, I feel like we're all over the damn place. We are all over the place. Crystal. Who cares? Okay, Crystal is important in the comics. Oh, in the comics. I was going to say, she wasn't really all that important. She's like 10 and and makes decisions like a 10-year-old. Her and her magic teleporting dog lockjaw. Uh-huh. Know what I would have done? I would have just, instead of transporting my whole family, I would have walked up to the brother and I would have teleported him to Hawaii. 
Yeah, yeah, that possibly would have helped. That would have been a, an option. Yeah. Like, hey, dog, go get Uncle Dipstick, whatever his name is, and, and take him to a volcano. Or drop him off in the Sahara. Yeah. 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 Um, so Crystal, whose hair coloring, for one, mm-hmm. uh, I have always wondered if that was like a hair coloring or a headband. I've never known. And now it, I know it's... Like, well, they they interpreted it as hair dye or like hairspray dye. Because the whole time she was on Earth, she did not have it in her hair. She also had tied her hair up in a way that might have been covering it. Uh, no, when she had her all of her hair in a ponytail, it might have covered it. But later on, um, when you pointed it out to me later on, she had her hair half down and half up. And you would have been able to see the black on the side. Yeah. So, so I think they just fucking forgot to put it in her hair for a while. <laughs> Another cost-saving well, message. No, listen, in Lord of the Rings, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but they forgot to put Legolas's blue eye contacts in. Wait, 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 wait. So sometimes his eyes are blue and sometimes his eyes are brown. Now you're telling me that Lord of the Rings is not a documentary. No, it's not a documentary. Fuck. Sorry. I got to go change a few things in my will. (laughs) Right. I guess you're not going to scatter me on Mount Doom. Oh, I'm sure I could find a Mount Doom. Okay. Uh, How about Magic Mountain? (laughs) So, Crystal, uh, in the comics, I, I mentioned before... Johnny Storm's birth, uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. fills in for um, Sue. Yeah. Later on, Crystal grows up and ends up uh, like doing a very naughty thing and marrying outside of the Inhuman family. That's racist. Yeah, they they were mad at her, and I could give you a million and a half of guesses. And you would never guess who she married. Peter Parker. No. Hold on. Uh, um, Julian McMahon from uh, uh, the Fantastic Four. Nope, not Doctor Doom. Uh, Professor Xavier. No. I would have married Professor Xavier. Um, I don't know. Her last name becomes Maximov. She marries Wanda? No, Pietro. She marries Quicksilver, and they have a baby. So its powers are controlling the wind and being fast? Quickly controlling the wind? I don't know. Making tornadoes? I actually don't know. Um, Anytime you say Quicksilver... The first thing that pops into my mind is Mercury. So he shouldn't be fast. He should be fluid. Yeah. Well, he's quick. And his yeah, but, hair is white. Yeah, but like Quicksilver is Mercury. He's fast and his hair is white. So That's he's so Quicksilver. These names kill me, man. It's just all too much. <laughs> just like Black Bolt is fast and he wears black. 
Black Bolt isn't fast. He's actually in the comic books has a lot more powers than just his voice. I could not figure out why the fuck his name was Black Bolt because he, he moves. because he can also fly. Then why um, didn't they do that? He can manipulate why? molecules. So what you're saying is they had to dumb down his powers because he's too powerful for his little brother with no powers to take yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. So this the, whole thing shouldn't have been made at all. Yeah, Max, Maximus, his little brother, now that we're talking about him, uh, he's not powerless. This whole, his inhuman ability is to be turned into a human, I don't know where the fuck that came from. But it's not his inhuman ability. The, he went into the booth, the crystal said, oh, you are a dirt bag, and you peel the skin off of people's junk, and so you are not worthy of any power. Well, that's a great Game of Thrones reference. Uh, <laughs> it's like literally the only one I have. <laughs> Maximus has the ability to control people. They also call him Maximus the Mad because he's very fucking insane. And he's a tinkerer. He, like, builds things. Oh, you mean, so he's an actual character. He's an actual character. Unlike this version of him where he has no powers and he's a foot-stomping, temper-tantrum-having, shithead little brother. Yes. So, Loki. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. Only Loki has powers. And a few redeeming qualities. Where? No, he does. I, you gotta watch the show, but he's got some. I can't wait to get this show over with so that I can see what, I mean, I don't know what's with y'all, but Loki being so awesome is just not. I wouldn't call him so awesome, but he's got some redeeming qualities. Talk to your youngest child. Rose is crazy. (laughs) That's And a little smitten. Uh, Yeah, that's that's all of the characters, I guess. Unless there are other people you'd like to talk about. No, please God. I would like like to talk about Tony Stark (laughs) because clearly Tony Stark is the only person rich enough to be all like, let's go to the moon with a base and have a hotel there. Yeah. Oh, what in the hell was that? Like they alluded to some rich dude. It was a half ass storyline that they thought they were going to throw in there. And then there were so many dropped storylines. Yeah. There were so many ways they, I, maybe, maybe they thought they were going to get more than one season and that was going to develop over time. Okay. Um, that's, that's the only excuse. I do want to give a shout out to the Hawaiian, uh, that Black Bolt met in the jail cell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, whose name in the show was Sammy, played by, oh, let me see. Well, I just lost it. Thaleo. Hold on. Oh, wow. This is what I said. Falolo. Falolo. Alilima. Alilima. He is definitely going to be Hawaiian. Yeah. I know. I've seen him before. You know, he's he's Mike Tyson's bodyguard in The Hangover. <laughs> so... Um, but we've seen him in something else because, um, well, I thought we did. Where's massive shout out to this character. I, I, I wish we had more of him because I, I really liked him because he, he like, 
got some powers on accident, suffered a personal loss, got put in jail for it, although he should have been snapped up by S.H.I.E.L.D., but we'll sure. put a pin in that part of the conversation. And then he gets told, hey, if you do this thing for me uh, and rat out Black Bolt, I will get you out of prison. And he doesn't do this thing for him. He doesn't rat out Black Bolt. He says, bro, we're family. We got to stick together. Yeah. Okay. So ironically, he was in The Shield, (laughs) The Iron Man, but not Iron Man, The Iron Man, which... I don't know what that is, but it looks like somebody's hanging um, something from their testicles in the picture. Um, he was Tyson's bodyguard in Hangover. He was in Hawaii Five O. He's had small parts like Hawaiian Number Three and Bouncer and, and stuff like that. He's got he's got a vibe though. Yeah. He reminds me of somebody else. Then I I um, really uh, I really appreciated this. He's a good looking dude. Do look at yeah. that picture. Yeah. I really appreciated this character. He kind of has a my little brother vibe, like the Uncle Bubba vibe. Um, you know, like big teddy bear guy that gives like the best bear hugs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh and they also like this is one of the things the show did really well because when uh Gorgon found those Hawaiians, uh the ones that pulled him out of the water because he couldn't swim. Yeah. Uh, they. That's not racist. Yeah. Well, it, he grew up on the moon with no water sure. to swim in. And apparently. And he just happens to be black. Hooves aren't good for swimming. He did. Fair enough. Uh, but so the Hawaiians that pulled him out were also very. We're, uh, we're going to band together. We're going to do this thing. But they were all just, I, I got your back. And I think they did a really. Good they, job. They did represent the Hawaiian culture very well. What I know. Very positively. Yeah, very I positively. Yeah. Um, You know, well, they're surfer guys. They're like yeah. chill dudes. Plus, they were former soldiers. Yeah. And the characters were all like, you know, why would we back down from a fight? We've got training. We know what we're doing. Um, And uh, uh, Gorgon got attached to them really fast. He did. Yeah. But like they all, they, again, they had a vibe. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess he, he fell in love with them. They had his back and he wanted to make sure that he kept them safe. So he was practically in tears, like trying to keep them from helping him too much. Yeah. Especially when they lost one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was a, a possibly one of the better things that this show did. Um, what do you think about about the best thing this show did? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed um, Karnak um, learning to let go of his power. Okay. Uh, and learning to, that it's okay to make mistakes. Okay. That, and, and that whole relationship that he had with the chick he randomly found growing pot in the middle of the Hawaiian... Rainforest? Rainforest? That's a rainforest. Sure. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Um, I want to say jungle or rainforest one. It, it felt very jungly. Um, I like that part. 
because he was before, I feel like he's the character that changed the most in all this before he was very arrogant. Um, he knew everything about everything. Um, and then he had like literally just a couple of days in the woods of, of, uh, Hawaii changed his entire perspective. I like that part. I could have stayed there in Hawaii. Like if we could go to Hawaii and like be out in the woods, that'd be ideal. Sure. Forget the beach. People. Well, away from the people. People in bathing suits. Like me in bathing suits. No, thank you. I'm definitely more of a check out the volcanoes kind of girl. Um, yeah, but I love I love that they were in Hawaii too. I feel like that was one of those, like when they started going to Georgia to like infuse money into the uh, local community sort yeah. of thing. And now Atlanta's like one of the major filming locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime you see a peach butt at the end of a TV show or movie, it, that was Georgia. Yeah, like The Walking Dead jumps to mind. Wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what was the worst part? Okay. So. Oh boy. <laughs> we've had movies and TV shows where we talked about you can see the writer. Yeah. This might be the first time I've seen the accountant in a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Multiple things. Because. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. I like. I know for a fact that her getting her head shaved mm-hmm. was a budget choice. It looked like she really shaved her head for this, too. Yeah, sure. Go her. Yeah. Good commitment. But that was a budget choice. Yeah. Jumping to from the from the space agey look of Atillion to do most of the filming on that Earth. It's not the name of that town. They call it Adelaide. I call it Atillion because I learned to pronounce it by reading, not by hearing it. Well, but now that you've heard it, yeah. you can change. Um, Don't be so stubborn. Jumping to the, to Earth to do all of the filming, yeah. that was a budget choice. Yeah. Much less CGI. Costumes. Take, costumes, take, too. Yeah, the costumes, they switched them right into civilian clothes quickly. Taking away Karnak's powers so we don't have to watch him rewinding time very often. The dog. The dog was sparsely used and he was hurt and sick for most of the show because honestly that's the other thing taking away the powers made like some semblance of yeah danger because every one of these people are way op for this level of threat but i really do think the accountant is is in this show well if they thought they were doing a movie and then they switched to a tv show that means what the budget fell through or the writers couldn't condense the story. Um, and they had to shop around for ABC to nab it. There was, there was some behind the scenes finagling to make this even happen, Um, which is surprising because it's a Marvel entity. Shouldn't it have, I mean, maybe because the characters aren't as well known as like the fantastic four and the X-Men and all those guys. Yeah. Or maybe, um, Maybe the the MCU people really weren't feeling the whole inhuman pull and didn't want to bring them into movie MCU. Maybe this still has some uh like political maybe this still has some political 
ickiness from um, the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Remember when they got all annoyed at them? Yeah. Um, We did that out of order, but that's okay. But I feel like this could have been a season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., really. Yeah, and this is where uh, we should have talked about connections. That's okay. I do not... Like, they talked about... In Earth and humans. Yeah. I do not feel like they made a strong enough connection to any of the Inhumans we have met, period. Well, they have a completely different philosophy. Yes. They don't even have the same kind of stones. The wor- power of the crystals doesn't work the same. Yeah. No, that's... And where do they get these crystals? Are they mining the crystals off of the moon? They, they are definitely not mining the crystals off of the moon. In the comics, they grow them. Okay, well, in the TV show, they just have a finite number of them. Yes. In a box. Yeah. Which makes no sense, because no. if you're going to give everybody that ever is born on your in your city that uh, a crystal to get powers, then you would need more. Yeah, and you better be, like, giving them half a crystal. And, like, shoving four or five people in the booth at the same time. Something super weird. Yeah. You know, you know why the crystals work differently? Mm. Budget. Yeah. No husks. None. Like that would have been a simple way to be like, see, same, sames. Yeah. Or have Dr. Declan mention some of the powers we've seen the Inhumans have. Yeah. Just mention their powers. Or mention hiding from S.H.I.E.L.D. Mention shield. The the fucking word shield. This is the same network. Did they the they same... did they mention the incident? I feel like somebody mentioned the incident yeah, once. Yeah, sure. The incident. Fuck them. Right? And I've got this group of inhumans that are hiding out in a mountain that are following Daisy's mom. Mm-hmm. With their weird philosophy that really doesn't make any sense when you watch the show. No. Um Because, like, nobody on the moon needs to swim. Nope. So it's not like some cosmic all-knowing magic. This could be fine, right? You have uh, two clans of Inhumans growing up parallel to each other on Earth. Yeah. Maybe some outliers floating around. One group of Inhumans says, hey, we're getting too big. There are too many humans. We have to hide. They carry their ass to the moon, call themselves the royal family. The, Which is bunk. Yeah. The other group says, we can stay here on Earth and live in the mountains and never be seen. And then Yeah, except that group, that group wasn't that old. And so then they can grow, like, different philosophies. And even, like, inhumans get exiled occasionally from the moon, like, Maybe they get grabbed up. Maybe their kids get grabbed up. They felt like when they said exiled, they meant throw them into space. Getting exiled to Earth really isn't much of a punishment. No, because then you become like a warlord and take over the fucking planet. Depending on how strong your your powers are. Your daughter can come see you anytime she wants to. If she goes into the belly of the No, no, no. If you get exiled, you also get shunned. Like, that's part of it. Well, I mean... That's not how that's ever actually worked in history, but sure. 
You got to do the shunning with the exiling, or it doesn't do anything. Well, the, if it was an exiling and a shunning, then the shunning would be mentioned. You get exiled from England, but that doesn't mean you can't have your friends come see you in France. How about uh, Bonnie Prince Charlie? He was exiled, but he wasn't uh, shunned. He had a whole army behind him. Was he exiled or did he flee? He, well, essentially the same thing. He couldn't fucking come back or they would chop his head off. What's the difference? Well, one is I'm telling you to leave. The other one is you leaving before I kill you. Well, let me look it up before I I say anything definite. I mean, it's way off track, but I don't. In regards to this show connecting to anything else, Marvel at all, I just don't see it. And he was exiled. Okay. And like Colson is going to have to say something about Black Bolt in the future to to bring this even remotely in. Why? Why would they bother? I don't fucking know. Yeah, there's no reason to. Um. Because closing out the season, which we were supposed to do before we talked about Best of Oh, cares. Closing out the season, Black Bolt gets his kingdom back, but at the cost of the kingdom. Because dumbfuck Max tears down the protective bubble. Well, because this whole thing for him was a little brother temper tantrum. Yes. I cannot stress to you enough... Guy who grew up an only child. The level of ridiculous that a little baby brother temper tantrum is. <laughs> to, to the point of breaking their own stuff just to get back at you. Absolutely. This is absolutely on par with baby brother behavior. So he destroys the protective bubble. Destroying the kingdom. So they have to evac all of the Inhumans to Hawaii. Now, they don't go to Hawaii. Yes. Why would they go to Hawaii? There's not enough room in Hawaii for a whole civilization of people to live. They found some other place for them to go okay. where they could be hidden. Otherwise, that would be asinine. Uh, okay, fine. They evac everybody. Fair enough, though. That many people, however many people that is. I had that one number stuck in my head, but I could be wrong. It has to get mentioned. Yes. That's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal. Because they have to sign the Sokovia Accords. Yes. S.H.I.E.L.D. has to know about them. Yes. There has to be somebody in there that's an asshole that's like, oh, I'm free now. I'm going to burn the world down. That's an entire city. Yeah. Um, if that doesn't get mentioned on S.H.I.E.L.D., you know it's not going to get mentioned in a movie. No. But if it doesn't get mentioned on Shield, they've then they have exiled and shunned the move their the TV show. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Um, Seems like that would have everybody up in arms. Like that's that is an event that would trigger a civil war. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Black Bolt locks Max up in a bunker under the surface of the <laughs> now. It's got a lifetime supply of food and water. They mentioned that in the throwaway line. A lifetime. Line. What's a lifetime? Bullshit. 
He made it sound like it was infinite. No. You saw uh, those shells just like I did. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, but he also doesn't have, like, an Xbox up there. So he's going to go fucking crazy. Uh, er. Crazy-er. Sure. Yeah, no, what's going to happen is that dude, I mean, assuming he can't escape, um, then he's going to starve to death or run out of oxygen because whatever equipment they haven't used in 10 years um, that, that provides oxygen to that bunker which was, by the way, the first bunker that they built when they went to the moon. So it's a couple of hundred years old. Yeah. At least, if not more. It's not going to last forever. So why not just kill him? Just kill him. Because good guys don't kill. We torture. The king's not a good guy. Okay? I think we've already established that. He's not a hero. He's not a guy who would be, be admired. Fuck, he's not even a king I would be loyal to. I cannot have you besmirch the name of Blackagar Boltagon. I'm going to vomit. Which makes his brother's name Maximus Boltagon, by the way. I, okay. Not if they're not actually brothers. They're actually brothers. Well, that's what they told us, but I don't believe them. They're unreliable narrators. So in keeping with the uh, shortened... Uh, the shortened code names. You've got Black Bolt and Max Bolt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so if there were another season coming, mm-hmm. what would you like to see in that season? Oh, I would like to see... Um, well, what would happen in real life is there would be a tent city where S.H.I.E.L.D. would have to be categorizing all of these uh, powers and um, having them sign the Sokovia Accords before they're allowed to leave the concentration camp. That's what the next season would be in real life. It would be a, a, a inhuman concentration camp uh, where they have to get registered and they have to sign the Sokovia Accords Um. And then all of the countries of the world would be fighting over who has to take them because the Republicans in America would not let an entire city worth of people just live here out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Actually, that reminded me of a time when most of the mutants got wiped out of existence, depowered, whatever, not important. And they were like, just over 150 mutants left. Yeah. And they all got like corralled onto um, the mansion's grounds in Westchester. Concentration camp. Basically. Uh, it was for their protection. Concentration camp. Uh, if you concentrate all of a people in one place, whether it's a mansion or a city of tents, it's a concentration camp. And there were like little factions that were trying to break out and... and I mean, as you would do. Like, that could be actually a really good season. Like, all of the Inhumans corralled. Yeah, they'd have to get much better writers and a better budget right quick. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be a show I would actually watch. 
That could be fun. Where they would they it would have it would have the same basic themes as our favorite movies, where they have to fight for civil rights because I mean they're not American, so they would have to get uh, naturalized. Yeah. Um. You know, countries would fight over who had to take them. Yeah. They would want probably all want to be together, so. It would be years in the making, figuring out what everybody would do with them. But in the meanwhile, you know that the American government would concentrate them. And either uh, subjugate, exploit, or both. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Well, and how long did it take when we had the Afghani people um, come to... um, Atterbury. They were there for months, and there was only like a handful of them. It wasn't even, it wasn't anywhere near no, thousands we, of people. They processed. Uh, it took them months to find them places to go. They, yeah, but they processed over 10,000 through Atterbury. In Atterbury? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. But, um, I mean, well, but they didn't have powers, so you know that they would get treated a lot differently yeah um and, and yeah that would be that is an that opportunity would be a powerful show yeah that is an opportunity to have a really great storyline and there are people out there that prefer the inhumans to the x-men because uh the x-men are just given their powers they don't yeah. have to earn work for them there's no well, these guys don't have to earn them either they're yeah. with them too so i don't well, see the, a difference the uh, the Inhumans are very selective about the process of who they let use crystals. Well, what yeah. I learned from Shield yeah. was that aliens yes um, deposited their DNA. Yeah. So it's not the crystals that decide; it was the aliens that decided, and then people's bloodlines. Fair enough. Um. So, like you know, Neanderthals. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't defeated or disappeared. They uh, integrated. All right, that's that's in humans. It had the potential. It, I wouldn't have done if I was going to write this. I would not have done that story. No. The uh, the brother trying to take over would have been one episode, and then you you beat him down and laugh at him. Yeah. And then you, I don't know. Although uh, honestly, this storyline should have been. Hey, humans are trying to come to the moon. We have to figure out how to get them to not be doing that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the stories I've read in the comics with the Inhumans, either they are struggling to stay secret. Yeah. Or Maximus has done some dumb shit and they have to beat him down. Well, well like, you know, if you kill him, those you don't have to deal stories. with that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could have been a much better show. It really could have. Um, I and don't know that. To the actors that I complained about who weren't acting all that great, it could have just been the writers. Because I've seen really good actors. Well, like Nicolas Cage, you know that man can act. Yeah. But you've seen him in a couple of movies where the writers weren't the best. <laughs> and he didn't come off that well. Um, because, you know, you can do your best and if the lines suck, 
the line suck. Well, my love, this is the 15th season of TV we've watched. Let's argue about this then. Better or worse than Defenders? Oh, worse. Better or worse than Legion? Worse. Better or worse than Daredevil? Worse. Not worse than Blade? Not worse than Blade. Okay, well then we don't have to argue. (laughs) No arguing. Inhuman Season 1, 14 of 15. I mean, it it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it still wasn't great. You know the best part of this show for me is? What? There's no season two. Yeah, amen. <laughs> oh, as God wills it. Oh. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. The parts they did well, they did really well, though. Yeah, there were, there were a few things in there that were done well. And again, not the worst Marvel entity I've ever seen. You know what? One of the better things, one of the things I like the most is the tuning fork on uh, on Lockjaw. Yeah. They made it part of his uh, coloring and not like sticking out of his head. Oh, I've seen pictures of the dog in the comic book. <laughs> yeah. Because normally it sticks out of his head like yeah, it's lame. the one that Black Bolt wears. The one that Black Bolt wears is to collect the energy so that he can control molecules. Dear God. Oh, it's fucking insane. I'm not the biggest fan of the Inhumans. Neither am I. I And I probably never will be. This, They fuck up making these superheroes so strong. Yeah. There should be once-in-a-lifetime amazing huge powers. Not everybody being unstoppable. Yeah, because then you have to figure out a way to take their powers away. Which is ridiculous. It's like, um, I'll I'll bring up the bad guy, the the enemy for a minute. DC, right? In order to make an interesting Superman movie, you have to hit him with some kryptonite or... uh, trap his powers away or pull out his dark side. You have to find a way to take his powers away from him to make him vulnerable. And anytime that I remember that they pulled kryptonite out, it wasn't just, you know, the bad guy had to go searching for it. He had to work for it. Yeah. It was a big deal to find it because, you know, the planet was destroyed. So that bad guy earned making Superman weaker. It wasn't like he just went to the moon and picked up a moon rock and threw it at him like every damn time he wanted to do something. He had to be clever about it. Um, but yeah, taking away everybody's powers was a little much. But they fucked up, though. They, they couldn't do anything else. Otherwise, this would have been the shortest TV series ever. Yeah. Would have been the shortest movie ever. I just don't think the Inhumans are as awesome as, say, the X-Men. No. No, and I hate to agree with you on that, but... And there was only, like, one unique power. Well, I'm not calling prehensile hair a power. That's an affliction. (laughs) 
Oh, talk about inflictions. What about the guy who got turned into a wall so that he could teleport people? Oh, I know. Oh, and, and it hurt him. It hurt him. I'm wondering if he didn't just say that because he didn't want to be nice to Max. No, I, I'm willing to believe that it actually hurt, and that. But he was willing to do it for Crystal. Because she asked politely, yeah. and she expressed a the fact that he was needed to for the survival of their yeah. family. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, the show's worth watching if you want to yell about some stuff. Sure. Um. Otherwise, I think we just saved you seven and a half hours of TV watching. Last You're time. welcome. <laughs> Okay. What are we watching next week? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. More specifically, Thor colon Ragnarok. But I don't like Thor. This is going to be a decent one. Says the Marvel fan. This is one of my the my more liked Thor movies. Oh, but Thor means Loki. Yes. And Loki means Gina. Yes. So we get to talk to Gina next week. We do get to talk to Gina next week. We will meet Thor's sister. Thor has a sister. Thor has a sister. Hmm. It's funny. How come we've never heard of her before? You have. No, no, no. I mean, in the movies. Fair enough. Um, Obviously, we will spend some time with Jeff Goldblum. I'd be really excited about that if it weren't for the character I know he's playing. <laughs> uh, and we'll catch up with um, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Yeah, remember, he flew off. He's, he's yeah. in hiding. And he's going to come back to hang out with Thor? He's going to... We're going to find out what happened to him? Well, I've just been dying to know, so... I know. He it's, went to Hawaii and he been got cold. on vacation. If he'd been in Hawaii, we would have seen him in the Inhuman show. No, <laughs> he's on an island farm, uh, yelling about Roseanne down there, making all that noise. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Sorry. No clever ending this week. Uh. I've got furniture to paint, so let's fuck it up. We'll see you in the air next week. On Marvel Movie Night. <laughs>